Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome to today's Monetization Minute. Uh, today, we're going to talk a little bit about comparison theory. Um, so this is the idea that direct comparisons often tend to make people careful and more logical, but sometimes intuition, your system one brain, uh, will actually be logic even when it looks you in the face. Um, and often this has to do with... Um, when we have information about people, we tend to use that to drive um, other thoughts about them. Um, so as an example, uh, let's say that we know that Sally goes to a very liberal school. Um, and so because of that, we only have that information to go off of. So we're going to go ahead and infer certain information and um, assume that Sally is also very liberal-minded in how she does things. And so if we're then given a list of, let's say, jobs, you know, what does Sally do? Um, and we list out things like insurance salesman, uh, bank teller, uh, bank teller who uh, participates in women's rights ra rallies. Um, <clears throat> and you look and you ask people these things, you'll actually find that more people will rank bank teller that goes to females' rights rallies over just bank teller directly. Um, fundamentally, this is wrong, though, because uh, Sally has a certain chance of being a bank teller. And then she also has a certain chance of being someone that likes to go to women's rights rallies. Um, we just assume that she likes to go to them uh, because we know that she goes to this liberal school. But inherently, there's no connection between those two things. So the chance of her being a bank teller and going to hu these human rights or female rights rallies is actually going to be lower every time. But yet, because we have this intuition, we're much more likely to choose these things. Now, if you take this concept and you think about games, you know, what are some ways that uh, you could cause players to have an intuition about something that is inherently wrong? Um, I think this is where you have to be careful with things like uh, gotcha boxes and things like that, because even though behind the scenes, we might have actually uh, programmed you know, the system to truly be random, you know, when you're trying to drop an item. Um, but, uh, you know, that 1% drop chance, after I've opened 100 of these gotcha boxes, I expect it to have dropped. Um, so you've got to be very careful with how you drive different intuition and, and thoughts about things and setting expectations. And sometimes you have to cheat the system a little bit. Um, a really good example of a game that does this is Coin Master. Um, <clears throat> they basically will guarantee behind the scenes, making you think that the you know spins and stuff that you're doing are truly random, but they're not. Um, there's a little bit of random elements in it, but um, they're ensuring that you get enough of attacks and, and raids and uh, uh, winnings, um, and they ensure that you get enough of the oh, I, I almost got it. I almost got to that big jackpot there. Um, you program those things into your game, you're much more likely to boost your long-term engagement and excitement and those dopamine hits for your players. 
um, than when you truly have randomization in your games. Um, so just something to be cognizant and, and very thoughtful of, of everything that you're approaching. Um, people could inherently uh, take it and assume the wrong things that can lead them to have a you know, bad experience with your app.